you're welcome to Nigeria Daily coming to you from Daily Trust Online. My name is Martia Umar. Thank you so much for joining us. The clock is ticking. And it's ticking to us the supplementary election in Kebi and Adamawa State. But on this episode of Nigeria Daily, the focus will be on Adamawa elections, where a woman, for the very first time in Nigeria, is contesting keenly with an incumbent governor for that matter. I'm talking about Aisha Tobinani of the All Progressives Congress APC and the incumbent governor of Adamawa State, Ahmadu Fintiri. Before the election was declared inconclusive, the incumbent governor from the People's Democratic Party was leading with over 30,000 votes. Now, a lot of people are interested or looking forward rather to what the election or the supplementary election will be like on the 15th of April 2023 and who wears the crown at the end of the day. Is it possible that Aisha Tobinani of the All Progressives Congress can overturn this and win the election at the end of the day? Ask this question and more to a political analyst. He's also an associate professor of political sociology at the University of Abuja in the federal capital territory. Take a listen. My name is Abubakar Umar associate professor of political sociology at the University of Abuja and a political analyst. All right. Taking a look at the uh, Adamawa election, a state where there have been a lot of news coming from there. Most of it is towards the preparation of the supplementary election, which, of course, will take place on the 15th of April. Now, what do you think of this? Now, there's, there's Binani, there's Fintiri, and then we have a very wide margin of more than 30,000. What do you think is going to play out? Yeah, uh, statistically speaking, uh, it is in an open contest. It could go either way. Or what in political parlance we call too close to call. But then uh, a margin of 30,000 plus is a huge margin, particularly considering the fact that uh, the total number of registered voters in the constituencies in contention uh, is below 70,000. So many people want to bet on the sides of the incumbents, uh, the PDP candidates, I'm not more because of the margin. But then in politics, anything is possible. And out of 68,000 voters or thereabouts, uh, mathematically, it is possible for the APC candidates, uh, the sentimental favorite, I would say, the lady to still overtake and win. So it is still going to be a very keen contest. Uh, I think both sides are going to do whatever they can to ensure that they win. And so it's a very, very interesting contest. On paper, it is an open contest, even though the odds slightly favor the incumbents. I love the fact that you said you started by saying that statistically speaking, there's a state who has about 70,000 people who are yet to vote. And then before the inconclusive uh, election was declared, we have a margin of over 30,000. Now, Binani has to has to have people who vote for her for like 40,000 people who vote for her in the election before she can say that she has won the election. 
you said that it's it's a give or take. Is there any probability of her winning this election? Yes, that's why I say mathematically possible. Mm. If you look at it uh, from the point of view of a huge margin, it would be very tempting to completely rule out her victory. Mm. But in politics, anything is possible. In fact, one of the dominant conditions of politics is it is the art of the possible. So since we are talking of about 70,000 voters with a margin of, of about 30,000, so mathematically it is still possible for her to get enough votes to overtake the incumbent and win. But then there's a difference between mathematics and reality. Mm. So that's why I see many people who still bet on the side of the governor because he's already leading by 30,000 votes. So it is very, very tempting to believe that uh, uh, it will be a Herculean task. If some people maybe say it's an impossible task for her uh, to overtake him and win. But the major reason why the election was declared inconclusive was because of that mathematical possibility. Okay, so looking at the, the, the election generally now, what do you think could be done better to actually make this a hit free? So we don't get that question of, oh, something happened and then it was inconclusive like the first time. Is there any possibility that it will even be inconclusive in the first place? Well, in election, anything is possible, but uh, really I don't foresee the possibility of any inconclusive. Inconclusive out of inconclusive would be disastrous, particularly for the election management board, the INEC. Uh, I expect on Saturday for the registered voters in those constituencies to come out and exercise their franchise and uh, for the contest to be concluded. That is my expectation. That is the expectation of most Nigerians. As for what to be done, it's very simple. Uh, we expect, since there are very few constituencies, so there should be practically no logistical problems. Mm. In fact, it is completely inexcusable to have any logistical problems. What I mean is that I expect election materials to be de- uh, to be delivered as at when due. Uh, for actual voting, accreditation and voting to begin as usual by 8 o'clock and for everything to be concluded by 2 p.m. And for even the collection to be concluded before the end of Sunday. I mean, the end of Saturday, that's what uh, we expect. Hmm. I don't expect anything less than that because it is possible, it is doable. We are talking of very few constituencies, relatively few number of voters. And so it shouldn't be a problem either to INEC or to anybody. And that was Dr. Abubakar Umar Kari. He thinks that it is possible that the APC's candidate, Aisha Tobinani, can still win the election. But also note that he said in politics, anything can happen. At this point, let's go on a quick break. When we come back, the program Nigeria Daily continues. Do stay with us. It's enlightening. It's incisive. It's analytical. It's entertaining. It's educating. It's The Bearing, a podcast from Daily Trust addressing issues that have direct bearing in your life. Join us every week on www.dailytrust.com. Follow us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash daily trust. On Twitter at twitter.com forward slash daily trust. And on YouTube at youtube.com forward slash daily trust. To listen in, join us on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and TuneIn Radio.
Welcome back to the show. This is Nigeria Daily coming to you from Daily Trust Online. In this episode of Nigeria Daily, we're looking at the Adamawa election because our searchlight has been beamed there where the supplementary election will be happening on the 15th of April 2023. Remember that you can listen to this episode all over again or all the episodes of Nigeria Daily from our website, which is www.dailytrust.com or buzzsprout.com. You can listen to us on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify and TuneIn Radio. On today's episode of the show, like we said earlier, we're beaming our searchlight on the Adamoy election. Is it possible for APC's candidate, Aisha Tubinani, the APC candidate, to win this election? Remember that before the election was declared inconclusive, the incumbent governor, Ahmad Ufintiri, of the PDP was leading with over 30,000 votes. We heard from a political analyst earlier, uh, Dr. Abubakar Umar Kari. He told us there is a possibility actually for this to happen. And he said in, in, in politics, anything can happen. But what's the atmosphere like in Adamawa? Are people enthusiastic about this? Are there protests? Let's connect with our correspondent in Adamawa State, Amina Abdullahi. I'm Amina Abdullahi, the... Daily Trust reporter from Adamawa State. All right, all eyes are on Adamawa at this moment because of the supplementary election, and most importantly, because a woman is in this race. Uh, you know how you know a lot of people have even declared her winner even before the election. You know, fin- uh, was declared inconclusive. Of course, that's uh, a story for another day. Now, what's the atmosphere like? You know, international observers, people who are outside Adamawa, and even the Adamawa people are looking forward to how this election will. And on the 15th of April, 2023. So what's the atmosphere like right now? What's the preparations on ground? And uh... Yesterday, there was a peaceful protest from um, the PDP, People's Democratic Party. Uh, they went to the INEC headquarters here in Adamawa. Mm. And they were asking for um, justice that they wanted the rerun to be free and fair. So... And today again, um, the DG, the DG campaign for the PDP, um, that is Awal Tukur, has cautioned the INEC against undermining the People's Democratic Party's uh, mandate ahead of the rerun. And the uh, campaign council have appealed to the people, especially in the areas of the rerun, to endure and come out and mass to vote for, for Governor Fintiri for continuity and consolidation of um development. All right. And Before uh, this protest now, there yeah. must have been something that brewed up this protest. Is there is is there is there anything you can tell us? What do you think sprung up the protest? Is there fear for the opposition or something happening peculiar that you want us to know about? Yes. Uh, actually um it's about the leak audio that they had from the um INEC wreck that is barista Hudo Ari during the uh, the election on the 18th um, that he was saying he was speaking with someone on phone uh, from Fufuri local government and the person was saying in Hausa at that um, they should try and uh, help this woman. Mm. So with the leak video, <clears throat> the PDP uh, the, the PDP will no longer have trust in the INEC rec 
and I think that was what prompted the protests. Okay, so what's the atmosphere like right now? Are people very happy? Well, uh, today again, today mm, again. Okay. Uh, people, um, today there was another protest from the opposition party, uh, from the APC. They to the mounted pressure on INEC. Okay. Demanding for a free, fair, and credible election. Okay. Mm. So what what's INEC preparedness like in Adamawa? Few hours to the election. Well, as it is now, yeah, uh, we've not seen any um, electoral material, but they've assured the both parties that there will be a free, fair, and credible election okay. on Saturday. All right. So is there any other information you want to let us know? Well, I'm for now. <laughs> All right. Thank you very much. I appreciate your time. And that was my colleague, Amina Abdullahi, Daily Trust reporter in Adamawa State. And she said that preparations are in top tier and that INEC has assured that there will be free, credible and fair elections in Adamawa State. Remember, election is not a do or die affair. And if you feel there are security threat wherever you are, there's a saying that goes, if you see something, please say something. That means a lot the security agencies so action can be taken. Vote wisely. God bless our country, Nigeria. We have come to the close of this episode of Nigeria Daily. To other people whose voices we heard on the show, we want to say a big thank you. We really appreciate your contribution. Nigeria Daily is a Daily Trust production. It is open for sponsorship and advert placement. You can download these and other episodes on dailytrust.com or on barssprout.com. You can even listen to us on NAS FM 89.9 in Yola. NAS FM is now in Mubi with the frequency 105.5. Listen to us there as well. Unity FM 93.3. Jazz, you can listen to us there too. And Sawaba Radio 104.9 Hadija. Don't forget that you can also listen to us on Badegi Radio 90.1 in Minai, Niger State. Listen to us also on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and TuneIn Radio. If you have questions or comments, let us know on our social media handles. On Twitter, you can find us at daily underscore trust. On Instagram as well, you find us at daily underscore trust. On Facebook, we are our daily trust. Call us or send us a message on 091-389-33390. Thank you so much for listening. I am Martia Umar. Thank you.